Hey everyone, welcome to Walk-Ins Welcome, the podcast dedicated to digital marketing for urgent cares. If you haven't already, go take a listen to our intro episode. It gives you kind of an idea what this podcast is all about. It's just about five minutes of your time. Definitely well worth it. But let's talk about what we're going to be doing in this episode. Our goal is to give you very precise information, not waste your day, and information that you can actually take action with and move forward. So what are we doing today? We're talking digital marketing. What is it? How does it help your clinic grow? What are the options? And where should you start? Like, do I start my website? Do I start reviews? How, how do I get going? So what do you think, Nick? Is it going to be a good episode? It's going to be a great episode. I think one of the things that we want to come right out of the gate on, Michael, is, is just differentiate what is the difference between digital marketing and traditional advertising yeah. or just advertising as a whole. Uh, and when talking about that, advertising is a direct response form of communication. You're putting an offer and a sense of urgency, something out there, and you're asking people to take action on it to come back to you. Digital marketing is the art of getting found across multiple channels. Yep. Oh, yeah. And with traditional marketing, it's a one-way piece of communication. With digital, it's more two-way. Um, if you bought a billboard for on the side of a highway, you put out that message. It's a mass message. It's a shotgun approach. Digital, on the other hand, we can target the individual, the type of person you're looking for. So we can take your, your budget and direct it toward one particular area and be very focused. And so the responses, the leads, the patients that you get uh, is a direct reflection of what we put into it, not just the let's hope it works out mentality. Well, before we get rolling, I want to just kind of lay out what this episode is going to be all about. Obviously, we're talking digital marketing, but we want to talk about what it is, maybe what it isn't. And how does this help your clinic grow, yeah. your urgent care grow? And what are the different options for you in the digital space? And then where should you start if you haven't started doing digital marketing already? Yep. So let's kick it off with what exactly digital marketing is. I think I gave a bit of a preview as the art of getting found across multiple channels. But, mm-hmm. you know, what is it to you, Michael, when you think digital? Well, when I think digital, it's uh, it could be on social media. It could be I'm doing a search on Google. Uh, it could be an ad pops up while I'm on my browser, on my phone, or it could be a text coming to my phone. Anything that kind of gets to me to through my devices that I have act, direct access to, where it's not just... And it, it tends to always be a very specific message to me. It seems to kind of know me too well. <laughs> yeah, I think what it's not, though, is the more traditional things. It's not television. Yeah. It's not billboard. It's not print. It's not, not radio. business cards. Um, if it's on a device, computer, cell phone... Um, something of that manner, your iPad, whatever, that's digital. It's coming to you in the form of a digital space. Yeah, it's it's not on a piece of paper necessarily. It's not uh, something that you just heard floating over the radio. Uh, it is something very specific. And honestly, digital marketing has probably been around, I guess, 20 years, give or take. It has been, that's right. So it's very young in this industry. So you're probably looking at traditional marketing. It's been around since probably the early 1900s or so. Uh, so it's young, but I think I saw uh, one of the articles about how much money is spent on digital marketing. I think we're approaching 60% of most marketing budgets are digital now. So traditional's taking a little bit of a backdoor to digital. And there's a lot of reasons for it. So like as we were mentioning earlier, digital is one of the only marketing, because you always heard the, the phrase, you can't put an ROI on marketing, right? You've heard that for years. Like I, I put that $1,000 billboard out there, but I don't know if it generates 10 customers, 100 customers, or no customers. But digital, we can actually tell you that. We can actually say, hey, for that $1,000 you spent, we saw $567 come through the first week, and then 
two thousand dollars the next week. We could even we even have software to help our clients define all that, where it's kind of fantastic because you can have a true ROI, actual dollar amount each month if you wanted to. Yeah, some of that verbiage has changed now to called uh, ROAS, return on ad spend. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's some blur that has crossed the lines now from traditional to digital. We call mm-hmm. it over-the-top ads. Yeah, um, OTT. Can, yeah. yeah, if you use YouTube uh, television, like we use that for football and all those kind of things, mm-hmm. we're starting to see local companies advertise on like YouTube TV or Sling or all these digital resources um, because traditional is going the way of the dodo. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's to the point now where you're – I would say like – I guess radio is one of the only ones that struggled moving over to digital outside of actually running like their own ads per se, digital ads. But, uh, cause like the only radio ads I get that are true digital, like I listen to Pandora or right. Spotify. Those are technically radio style type of ads, but ultimately a local station probably didn't run that. It was probably done nationally. You know, what's interesting, Michael is, is there's two ways to advertise on radio now that I think makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do the iHeartMedia way where they have, you know, generic hosts that are national shows and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you're going to have to supplement that with digital. And yep. they have moved everything over to digital. Well, or, they, and they push podcasts. They do. And they're, they're trying to build a podcast network. You know, what's funny about that is uh, who is that SEO company? Um, oh, gosh, I can't think of it now. Mm. But uh, it's like a CRM. I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, HubSpot. 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 Now they have the the HubSpot Podcast Network. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Thank you. That. Thank you. So HubSpot has the HubSpot Podcast Network where they're going. They bought my favorite uh, podcast, which is uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Mm-hmm. This is one I like to go listen to all the time. Talk about merging digital and traditional. <laughs> hey, smart move. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to have an issue where, you know, uh, they, they're going blockbuster on everybody, mm-hmm. right? Or Kodak. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason I bring those things up is because the the other side of traditional is if you have a live local show that has the potential to be successful marketing because it's, it's appointment radio. And what I mean by appointment radio Mm -hmm. is that they're not going to get a replay. It's not going to be put on a podcast. If you don't show up at at 9am when that show starts, you're going to miss the content of that show. And that's where you're building out a brand. Again, we're here to talk digital. That's traditional. But uh, we wanted to at least show you like we're not we actually don't hate traditional or anything. I love it. It's we, just you have to do it right. Yeah, and then we even encourage if budgets are allowed, um, they you can actually grow with digital and traditional together. Where we've seen where we've had a digital client, they added traditional. Our digital started increasing as well because uh, some there's an awareness there that can be created that sometimes digital just doesn't touch. So, Michael, how does digital marketing help urgent cares and clinics grow? Well, in the short answer, it gets you more patients every day. Uh, that's what you're really looking for. Don't lie. I know why you're listening. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, obviously you have X amount of patients that you can handle per day or per week or per month before you need to add another doctor to the group or add another location. And with digital, it's part of that game because nowadays, especially for urgent cares, uh, I, if I am sick... I go to my phone, I do a search, and boom, I have to look for a doctor near me. Because, like, I'm 33 years old, and I fall into that category of I don't have a primary care doctor. I don't have a family doctor, per se. Now, my child has a pediatrician she goes to. At 18, that's cooked, though. Yeah, right? Yep. And so... 
but but like I'm that adult that I don't get sick very often. But when I do, I don't want to just find an you know get an appointment with a doctor I've known for 20 years. I don't do that. I'd rather just say I need a doctor next two hours. Who's gonna Who's gonna help me here, Michael? I was literally in an urgent care, uh, family urgent care earlier today. Because I didn't feel amazing. I knew I wasn't really sick, but I didn't feel amazing. And they told you you're not contagious. So and they I told good. me I wasn't <laughs> contagious. They tested me for COVID. I'll let you know in the next episode. <laughs> they, they, they scrambled my brain with that extremely large Q-tip. The point I'm trying to make, though, is I didn't go to a fit. My wife said, hey, I'd really like for you to go and, and get tested. We live in this world weird world now. Yeah. And the first thing I did is I did a search for an urgent care near me. Because I'm, I just recently moved. You knew that, mm-hmm. and I was used to going to the one that I went to down where I was living. Yeah. Now I'm in this new area, and I'm immediate. I didn't go off of a relationship. I went off of who I, I first looked at, who popped up in the Google Map three pack, mm-hmm. and then I looked at the reviews. Well, and it even goes back to, and there's the cough. Yeah, <laughs> and that goes back to like you know when you moved, you only moved 15, 20 minutes. Right from your other place, but it, it created a whole new slew of people as options to you. So, it, and uh, give me an example. Uh, my wife Courtney. So we've been working on our shower. <laughs> she has a heart condition, and she stepped on a rusty nail. So we're like, well, we cannot play with this. So she called around to two different urgent cares, and one's like, yeah, we we can do tetanus shots same day. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, she was back home ready. To, we get working on the shower. That's why urgent cares exist. They take care of uh, things that quickly and efficiently, and we're not having to go to the emergency room. We can just keep living our lives because we're in a fast-paced world. Like we are we, microwave. Yeah, it really is. And I think an urgent, I think urgent cares are somewhat a result of that. Like we don't, we don't want to wait. We want to do an on, online appointment, show up, the Disney World approach, where I'm not waiting in lines. I'm just there, ready to take the ride. Like we're even past microwave. We're Instapot. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like we're, we're, we are future predictive. You know what's funny? We were, we were talking about how I moved from one location to the next, and and I didn't go back to the one that was fifteen minutes away, right? Because I didn't move that far. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that they failed to do is to build a relationship with me by getting me to review their location, by getting me to uh, engage with them on Facebook. It, it was that that urgent care was fine. They did the work that they said they were going to do. But one of the things that we want to help urgent cares do. It's not just get new clients, but to retain them. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, if there are urgent cares out there, how, how difficult is it retaining your cust- your patients where they're not just coming one time, but they come back each and every time and they bring their family members and their friends? Like, How difficult is that? Are you able to even measure that in your practice? We want to find opportunities to teach and train you as an urgent care on how to garner more reviews. We're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. How to engage your audience on Facebook by not just posting random stuff, by entertaining, educating, and executing, but through call to action. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about how a website can convert. And we're going to have episodes on how to make that website convert. We're going to talk about running an effective Google ad. Not just an ad that says, hey, we're open, but an ad that says, hey, we're welcoming you. If this is your first try, try this on us. Um, Seasonal type ads. Hey, guess what? It's it's back to school season. You got to get that blue card. Come see us. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's amazing because you can customize your message to people on a per user basis if you really wanted to. And when you do things like that, it increases the likelihood they're going to engage and become that patient because if they feel like they're you're actually speaking to them individually, it, you're doing a lot better than your competitor half the time. All right, Mike, you do this all the time. 
Mm-hmm. So, so Michael, we have a brand new urgent care and we have a seasoned urgent care that may have multiple locations. Mm. They're both listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with a brand new person. Let's help them first. All right. What is the very first digital thing that they need to go and get right? The first thing you would recommend? Their website. Okay, tell me about that. Real so quick. their website is your front door to your business from mm-hmm. a digital standpoint. You've spent a ton of money on your actual location. You spent a lot of money on that sign on the front, out front. You spent a lot of money on the furniture on the inside. That's great, but if your website can't reflect that level of quality that you've put into your uh, your business, it's not going to do well. It's We've come across so many websites that they the owner did it themselves. I'm not discrediting the idea that you can do a website yourself because the builders out there are pretty good these days, but... You can. It's like anything. I can build a lot of stuff, but doesn't mean it's going to look right or flow right. It may function, but not function the way you want it to. Because ultimately, when somebody hits your website, that you got seven seconds. That's all you get. And if it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing and not converting people, not getting the information they want immediately, it could be scheduling an appointment, getting patient forms. What uh, What do you guys actually offer? The times and phone number. If you're not doing all that correctly, it's just a kind of a mess, especially on your phone. Uh, you're going to lose out very quickly. Several years ago, I had a chance to get in front of a guy named Larry. He's a multimillionaire, and he has this beautiful Ferrari. And he was letting his 16-year-old son take it to take his date to, I believe it was like the prom or some kind mm. of like winter dance or something like that. Fancy. And he was, t- yeah, I know, right? That's pretty cool. Um, the point of that, though, is he, he said something very profound to his son that he was telling me about, and I never forgot it. And he said, hey, you know what? You need to go. It's supposed to rain. And you know how rain will build up some of those spots. You need to get a rag, go out there, wipe it down. It doesn't have to be perfect, but go out there, wipe it down. And he said the most profound thing. He said, a dirty Ferrari motivates no one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the same thing can be said for your website. <laughs> you send people to a website that's ugly, motivates no one to take action If on anything, it discourages people. Right. Like, there are plenty of sites I've come across, and I... I literally say to myself, I don't think they're actually open anymore as a company. They just left the site up because they didn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> like, and then I call them, like, and they're, they answer, they're normal, and, all, and it's all normal. But I'm like, I have no idea what you're thinking on your website, though. And, and I granted, I've been in websites forever, but I know I'm no different than most people where they look at it and they're like, <laughs> uh, is this still a thing? I don't know. But, yeah, so that, that's that. So let's talk about the other side. Let's talk about the, the, the veteran of the urgent care. They have multi-locations. There's lots of doctors. They've been around for a while. They probably have a good re- reputation, I assume. What can you do now? Well, let me let me hop in on this one because I just uh, uh, that analogy about a Ferrari, a dirty one motivates no one. Um, here's the thing: if you have that many locations already, most likely you have a Ferrari of a website. But a Ferrari sitting in your garage with no gas gets out and and also motivates no one. So if you're going to put gas in the car, mm-hmm. the best analogy for that is search engine optimization. That's the fuel that fuels your website. So that when people are out looking for you and they find that beautiful Ferrari, it'll actually take off. Yeah. So when and when we say search engine optimization, we're talking about when somebody does a search on Google, say urgent care near me, and you show up on the first page of Google, because I think the other comment that you've made before in the past that cracks me up is... Uh, if you want to bury somebody, put on the second page of Google. Yeah, you can, uh, <laughs> second page of Google or the first page of Bing. There you go. <laughs> and that's a real thing. So uh, the goal, get on that first page. So now 
not only are you getting patients, you have a grown business, but now you're kind of building that reputation of like, I can't really escape these people. They're kind of showing up everywhere I look. They must be pretty good at what they're doing. Um, and that gives, because sometimes people have that mentality, oh, you're like a 20 location or 10 location company. You probably don't care about me. But then they realize, well, look at all the reviews. Oh, right. Gosh, everybody seems to like them. It seems to be a good process. Um, and because we have some clients that like the, you know, patients and leads are important, but also uh, just the reputation on Google and stuff like that, where they just want to outdo their competitors. Hey, let me tell you about that too. The reviews that we see, we, we work with a lot of urgent cares and their number one challenge that they have with reviews is getting positive reviews. And we're going to help y'all with that. We got, we got some episodes coming up where we're going to be helping y'all with that. So mm-hmm. here's the deal, Michael, we tackled um, what digital marketing is, what it's not. Um, some different options out there for people to, to do different types of digital marketing. We gave you kind of some marching orders. If you're a small company, start with your website. Mm-hmm. If you're a medium to large size urgent care, then start with your search engine optimization if you haven't already worked on your website. Yeah. So we're going to have another episode coming up soon on what exactly your website should be doing to perform properly. I believe that's our next episode, which I'm excited to talk about. Oh, yeah. But Michael, what is the best way for people to ask questions for us? So keep things simple. Just send us a quick email. Uh, hello at urgentcaremarketingpros.com. So Urgent Care Marketing Pros, that is our brand for urgent cares. Uh, like I said, we have Nick the Marketer, which is the parent brand, I guess you would say. But uh, just send us a quick email and or you can comment on our episodes that we'll post out on social. Love to talk to you guys. Also, if you just want us to take a look at your site and give you some constructive feedback of what to do, not to do, happy to do that too. We do it all the time. I literally send videos to urgent cares that are less than two minutes long and say, this is how this, this could actually help you. Don't have to hire us. We'll just, I'm just going to give you some advice. Yeah, we'll send you a free report on exactly what you're looking like on the internet, mm-hmm. what you're doing right, where you have some gaps and how you can fill those up. And you can you can uh, ask us any questions you want or you can send it to your current marketing company. At the end of the day, Micah, we just want to help. Yeah, we just want to help, want to educate, want to give the best information. We want to make sure this industry is doing what it's supposed to be doing. All right, man, it's been a good episode. We want to keep these probably 20 minutes or less so that we can uh, get you on down the road to wherever you're going. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hope this has been helpful. Michael gave you some uh, call to action there to hit us up by email. And as we get those emails in, we will consider those and we will try and answer those topics as we get them. Uh, Until then, we'll see you on the next one. Have a great week. (laughs) 